went well? Let me guess, you're gonna rewrite his stinky old article and save his butt, just like you always do. Well, it is my job. You could tell him where to put it. I'm not telling him anything. Amber, we're junior editors, not writers. How else am I supposed to become a real journalist? You'll get there. It's totally unfair. Blah. This is Filmsack. <laughs> Sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack. Film Sack, mind of the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 494. Merry Christmas, everyone. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm joined today by Brian. That time he lied about being a tutor in the mansion Dunaway. Just the one time? Why, I just love the tutors. Oh, you said tutor. Ah. <laughs> oh, hi. hi. You have reached the palace of Mandovia. How may I help you? <laughs> ah, I do believe you have mistaken us for Aldovia. Yes, if you are looking to fulfill your fairy tale dream of marrying a prince by Christmas, you will need to contact them there. Hold on, I think I have their number. What's that? Any single and ready-to-mingle royalty in Mandovia? No, I'm afraid not. We have two kings, and they are happily married to one another. Well, what kind of question is that? How would I know if they're gay? Look, lady, I just answered the phones around here because I lost to every other man at the arm wrestle for a job job fair last summer. Alas, I have no upper body strength. Well, I have enough to lift the receiver of this phone and hopefully enough to wipe away my tears every night, but nothing more. Anywho, I probably shouldn't even be talking to you. They banned women from the man land long ago after the men folk ran Queen Mary out of town for her all Hallmark Channel all the time decree. And now for something really masculine, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I picked the wrong time to drink that water. Just about hooked it right up. <laughs> Nicely right, done. Masculine. Also with us, Randy, never fall off your stupid horse in the stupid forest with stupid wolves around Jordan. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. And just who do you think you are? I've never seen you before, and I don't know you, and I don't know of any reason you should be here in this palace where I'm literally employed to protect the security of my country's leadership. But no, 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 don't say another word. I'm going to provide you with your identity, as we always do here in Troplandia. And then, if I'm wrong, you'll tell me, and I'll guess again, rather than have you show me some ID. This might take a while. So I'll get you a room to stay in here in the palace. We have dozens of bedrooms, but most of them are occupied by people we identified and stored here like yourself. You're going to do just fine in the palace as long as you follow our three most important rules. Number one, mind your wardrobe. I'm sure that backpack you're wearing doesn't have everything you'll need to wear while you stay with us. So number two. Mind your wardrobe. We're going to be horseback riding in the forest tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. sharp, so you better visit the Palace Sporting Goods store. It's on lower level three between the dress gown store and the jeweler who resizes tiaras. Number three, mind your wardrobe. You're only going to need one pair of Converse Chuck Taylor low tops to travel internationally in the winter, so they must be appropriate for all other occasions. <laughs> wow. That's three steps to success is what that sounded like to me. That's right. 
uh, with us finally. Brian, if you make out in the middle of a snow-packed street, you're going to get hit. Ibit. <laughs> uh, well, thank you uh, for that warm introduction, Bill. And um, may I say that it's uh, really an honor to be here with you all in this conference room at the Netflix Creative Offices. Uh, eight weeks ago, you gave an opportunity of a lifetime to a writer fresh out of college, a writer tasked with developing an original holiday movie for your streaming service. And um, I'm happy to say I've developed the story uh, for a film that's destined to become a holiday classic that subscribers will want to watch year after year. And that film is called the, no, uh, Christmas <laughs> Prince Prince. It tells the story of a prince uh, around Christmas uh, he's a prince of a country called Aldovia, and there's a woman, too. Uh, she's a plucky writer from Chicago. No, New York. No, Chicago. I will work that one out. And they, they fall in love, even though they're from two different worlds, and this country looks like a Renaissance festival in a Cabela's parking lot. Anyway, there's a mean cousin who also wants the throne. Oh, oh, and Ooh. horseback riding. Yes. Uh, lots of horseback riding. I've got it all written down on these pieces of paper right here, and these are definitely not my 13-year-old daughter's assignment for her creative writing class. Oh, my God. So much horseback riding. <laughs> these are going to oh. fill that hour and a half with something, man. They gotta. They that gotta was a deep out. dig for Karen Shaler. Is that who you're referring to? Oh, Emmy-winning writer. Oh, yeah. oh is she, uh, she won Emmys? Huh? Of, uh, three Emmys. Three-time Emmy Award-winning storyteller. For, for Screenwriter, what? producer, author, and... And national TV yeah, host but for in the last what? Three years. What are these She's Emmys for? Five. Wait. <laughs> five original films from Netflix, Hallmark, and Lifetime. Okay. What Netflix. are the yes. Emmys, though? Tell me the Emmys for what did she win? Well, Do you know? Well, before we get to the Emmys, can I say, like, if you go to her IMDb page, uh, known yeah. for A Christmas Prince, Rediscovering Christmas, Christmas Camp, and Every Day is Christmas. Wow. Wow. She's got a, she's got a type. So it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, though? Is it? Is it all right? It, I don't know. It is okay. It's okay. I don't know. I feel like we're, I feel an egregious error has been occur, has occurred uh, in the world. In it 2007, might- Karen, Karen was the first TV journalist ever embedded with a combat Apache helicopter unit in Afghanistan, where she wrote, executive produced, and hosted an Emmy Award winning one hour TV documentary that aired on ABC. So uh, suck it. Oh, all is right. that the Arizonans in Afghanistan, or is it uh, World Away, Utahns in Bosnia? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, it's like she's Bosnia. <laughs> her nickname is Christmas Karen. You gotta love her. All right, oh fine. It is funny though. How do you go from because her first two things are Utahns in Bosnia and mm-hmm. Arizonans in Afghanistan? I can't wait for Coloradoans in. Uh, I just right. Chad. I'm really. Yeah. I'm, always, <laughs> I'm always really glad when a, when a writer went from journalist to fiction and not the other way around mm, <laughs> whenever right. i find out that a journalist yeah, yeah. was used to be the you know like whenever it's like scott adams i used to write stuff for tv yeah right yeah uh, yeah, yeah you you're a fiction writer you just stay there yeah <laughs> i don't, I don't want to yeah. hear your your take on what's yeah, that, going out of the world that flows plan. only one way right randy because going from fiction to <laughs> fact is, is a little tougher um <laughs> i but with all this experience like going to these other countries the what she came up with is Al, Albonia. What is it called? Al, no, Aldovia. Al, it's, and it's, Albonia. I don't, I don't even. <laughs> Albonia. <it's> not Albonia. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I wrote I wrote out for myself this entire Aldovia. Okay. I wrote up this entire backstory for Aldovia for myself because I needed it I needed to explain a lot of weird things about this country. Okay. You know, like it's very small, everyone speaks English with a with a vaguely English accent, yeah, right. including the our our lead's dad back in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He did not he had a he had a hard time that dude. He was he's a British so hard. And he's a British actor known for some stuff I really like. Like he's in some cool stuff uh let's see his name is daniel fathers great name plus he's a dad in here so it's pretty funny yeah. right that makes sense yeah. what, uh, what other choice did he have typecast yeah. so <laughs> I, decided, I decided that aldovia was uh wedged between the netherlands and denmark it was a very small uh, island country uh mm-hmm. and and it was part of the commonwealth which mm-hmm. explains a lot mm-hmm. but uh england just forgot about it and like, oh, yeah. like it, it's one of those that where they were like, like when they were pulling back the empire, they just forgot yeah. about Aldo. It was yeah. really easy to forget. Yeah, I was like, oh, one, yeah. of those, one of those uh, snowy island countries that you never want to visit. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 right, and right. and uh, it has it has a lot of Bavarian roots, as you can yeah. see in the exteriors. Yeah. And like, uh, I actually, my gr- great grandmother was born on a German island, uh, and and then uh, are you a prince? Yeah, yeah. I actually, I'm seriously like, what I you actually, doing for Christmas? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I am not anything like a prince, uh, mm. but I love, I love that part of the world. I just like, I, I right. you know, so I, I was just like, kind of filling in the gaps because, boy, does this movie have them. <laughs> oh, this thing's got all kinds of gaps. But it's, is that you? You touched on a thing. So let's okay. So the Christmas Prince is the name of the movie. We haven't said it yet. Uh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. It's a Netflix original. Uh, I feel like I've been duped. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, really? Here, here's here's what I here here's what I like about. Okay, so we all like Gotham City. You know, that's cool. We kind of like sure. you know Metropolis. Mm-hmm. So DC does this with their stuff. It's all fake cities, but they're roughly you know built around uh, stuff that's except real. except so. for Stan Lee's. Like, bump that Spider Man lives in New York. Yeah, Shut exactly. Up. Marvel Marvel don't, mm-hmm. don't care. They're like, this is all real cities, right. and you, I admire things about both approaches, but. Uh, this thing is just needlessly in a place that doesn't exist when all they're trying to do is say, hey, what if this was Britain and this was like the royal family? Why don't you just do that? Why don't you just have a fake Britain? And because just say, you got to be able to make up the rules. Um, uh, yeah, right. If you, if exactly. you have this in, in Britain, do you have the queen, the same queen? Do you crumb up the new queen? Because you're going to have a different prince. You can't have her like kicking Kate out of the way and, and snuggling in on uh, on one of the brothers. So you got to, you know, you basically have to come up with some sort of Either a country that people don't care about, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> haven't right. done any research on, like, right. oh, this could be Monaco. Sure, I believe it. It's Monaco. Yeah. Um. Or or you come up with something completely fictional, but well, you can't. <clears throat> that's a really good point, actually, and I'm glad you I'm glad you clarified because that's okay. So here's two problems with it. They built mm-hmm. a place that has no place. It doesn't actually exist, sure. but it also didn't feel like it existed when they were doing like the swearing in thing. That should be a giant cathedral filled with tons of like <laughs> close to the court sort of people. And then a million, you know, millions of adoring citizens outside to give me the feeling that a coronation would actually give you. Instead, right. we had 2017 uh, <laughs> social distancing of about 20 people in a weird amphitheater. Yeah. Like all that right. stuff was so like it felt so out of place and not like there was any consequence. And to wavy. Well, how big how big do we think Aldovia is? Because you never hear of any cities in Aldovia. Aldovia just happens to be the country and in the name of this little village 
and with, uh, with wreath tossing and, and, and um, a, yeah. apparently an international airport that's by United Airlines. Right. So it's not that small. Right. right. That they stuff have, just they feels... have like a hundred residents, but fifty of them are orphans. <laughs> It's oh so, yeah it's so loosely packed together like it's just such a like a throwaway it's yeah. like the filmmakers yeah, like, we, a, just, we just need to have the impression a, that there's royalty here okay we're done move on like and that's all it's, they an, cared about. it's an right. interesting way because there was a lot there was a lot that was that was designed for the characters that are never even discussed at any length at all i mean mm-hmm. Uh, the, like, like the, both the characters are like, oh, your, your father died. My mom died. Your mom's name is Martha. My, my, my So, you know, it's just, it, there's a lot of that going on. They both hate Christmas or, or just liking Christmas, but they never really talk about it. They just kind of like, kind of gloss over it. Yeah. I don't like Christmas. And it's like, oh, why is she not going home? Like everybody else, uh, at the news organization or the, the, the gossip rag. Uh, oh, because she's mad about Christmas. Mm. And so there's a lot of things they didn't really bring to the forefront mm. in this in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I was okay with not, I was like, okay, y'all not telling me anything. Y'all gave me more information about Spina Bifida than you did about the whole land of <laughs> yeah, Aldovia. So yeah. I says okay. Yeah. And okay. I, think that's, I think, yeah, I think it is okay. I really do. Like I, I enjoyed, you know, making up a backstory for myself. I enjoyed poking at the edges of, of this story, you know, because like right. they're very, very flimsy, but it's okay because ultimately what you're here for is a Christmas movie. And I, I'd like to talk about what that means and what, whether or not this actually satisfied that, but <laughs> yeah, yes, you're here for a Christmas. It's the word Christmas. Is now would, would we, yeah. yeah would we define Christmas this as a Christmas title. movie? No, no I totally no. wouldn't because Christmas doesn't play an important part of the film. Like yeah. this is, we talked about it. Absolutely during- does. No, it doesn't <laughs> go. Let, Ibit, I'm with you so on this. Go, please yeah. be my mouthpiece. Go. I want to yeah, I mean, we, we we even talked about why Die Hard is a Christmas movie and why Gremlins is not a Christmas movie. Gremlins, the only fact, the only thing that's that deals with Christmas is the fact that the Mogwai is a Christmas present, but it could have just as easily been a birthday present. Yeah. The only this just happens to take place around Christmas, but it's not like uh, there's 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 really anything. Maybe the acorn. So you you, you the feel acorn, a little bit. Oh, you feel a little bit, acorn, by the way. Oh, I hate right? the acorn. You feel, you feel a little bit robbed because he's not an actual uh, Christmas prince. He doesn't actually. He's not well, like the prince of Christmas. <laughs> putting the word Christmas in your Christmas movie doesn't make it a Christmas movie. So, <laughs> this is yes, so true, I, by I the way, of agree. every and, one of these. Now we got to understand, and this is where I uh, let me get to the duping because I've been duped. Here's yeah, the thing. Yeah. I've been duped by a lot of people this week. The dupage. It's a serious dupage. One of them came from my. My wife, who thinks it's hilarious that we watch this because yeah. she watches all that Hallmark stuff, which is this is absolutely one of those, like 100% top down one of those. Okay. Well, the reason we watched it is because I think it's actually better than those. The, yeah. The reason we watched it is because everyone says this is better than those. This is supposed yeah. to be well, the, your entrance into that universe of movies. They're wrong. Holy low bar, Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. They're wrong because they're, like, they're, they're limbo under that low bar, Batman. Are, Listen, those... are you saying that the Hallmark, Hallmark movies are worse than this? What are they? Are they like, is it I just think the so. word trope on screen for 90 minutes? <laughs> Christmas I trope. think it's mostly yeah. the casting, if you ask me. I I, I think Rose McIver and Ben Lamb actually... They're okay. Yeah, it's not that they're pretty good. They're fine people. I, I love Rose McIver. I've like, you know, 
enjoyed her in Masters of Sex, enjoyed her. You really <laughs> so did. Really pervy. Yeah. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I thought she was great in Masters of Sex. I thought she was great in iZombie. Um, so seeing her in this was like, oh, okay, cool. Like she's, she's a known property. And of course we get. This felt more like a Disney movie than any of those Hallmark films. I was actually waiting for the magic to happen. I was expecting this to be a magical. These are porn movies Disney without princess. the porn. Something. That's why. That's Some why I want a supernatural element would have been. So They're nice porn movies the without the porn. I'm telling you, it's just yeah. it, all of yeah. these are this way. They're like the cheesy acting, the bad storylines, all of it. They just cut the porn out. That's okay, the difference. Okay. The porn, and, by the and, way, the porn version takes place in Albonia. And yeah. uh, Scott has more to Scott has more to say on on I've been duped. I just want to I just want to underline the definition of a Christmas movie because okay. Ibit and I talked about this at length a couple weeks we ago. We did. Yes, it's it's um uh, like that. There's a pretty easy definition that I, I think fits most Christmas movies, and that is uh, it's a it's a film that takes place at Christmas time, and. Also, there's the and is really important. This is not or. It's and includes Christmas time based themes that are involved in the characters solving their problems. So, uh, you know, Home Alone is a great example of nailing both of those. It's a, definitely a Christmas movie. It takes place at Christmas time. It's about a family going on a Christmas vacation, right? Mm-hmm. But then also they have to come back together. Uh, which is a Christmas theme, right? This theme of family coming together is it's really popular in a lot of Christmas movies. Sure. This movie, a Christmas Prince is yes, definitely at Christmas time. That's why it's named what it is, right? His, his whole uh, story arc is about him having to make a decision that's going down on Christmas Eve, but they don't actually use the spirit of Christmas for anything in this movie. No. Nope. It's like, oh, you're wanting the spirit of Christmas to make yeah, an well, appearance. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Well, okay. So I'm gonna say it is a Christmas movie because uh, because they are trying to. Res- both of them are broken. They're, both characters are broken in this in pretty much the same way. Uh, Christmas has been ruined for them for years. Because uh, because of the loss of their loved ones, and now they have each other. And going forward, Christmas will be a very special time. So it it definitely impacts who the characters become. So maybe the sequels are more lives. Christmas movie. Maybe those two sequels end up being Christmas movies right. proper, whereas this one is maybe. like all set up and no Christmas. Basically, that's what you're saying. Plus, right? Ben Lamb plays like Christmas music on the piano. Like every time you turn around, it's like, what are you doing? Now? Well, he's into it, but it's but yeah. it's irrelevant. Christmas, right. music. it's irrelevant. <laughs> right. It's irrelevant. That is the key. The Ibit is right about this. All the Christmas trimmings around this thing, irrelevant yeah. to the entire thing. They don't matter. This could take place during Easter. This could happen during a cold. Uh, uh, name right. one Easter melody you could play on the piano. <laughs> Here comes That's a, that's another thing. Like I, I agree that now the, play on the piano. <laughs> the Easter Duke coming to Netflix. The Easter the, Duke. Hold on, I take a Thanksgiving Duke every year. Maybe the Easter Duke is <laughs> one, of the, one of the reasons. One of the reasons we have so many Christmas movies is because we have so many Christmas songs, and lots of them are in in the public domain. This movie uses uh, the Nutcracker extensively. And, you know, like you can, you can do that. And so that's why it's easier to make a Christmas movie than say an Easter movie. Right. You don't have to, none of that music is, is uh, you don't paying royalties to anybody. You just play it. And uh, the, the Hallmark channel stuff is that's all it is like wall to wall arrangements of Christmas music that nobody owns the rights to anymore. And they they almost always like 
set at Christmas parties? Isn't that like a, their exclusive thing where it's like, oh, we're having a big Christmas party and so and so is having a romantic, or, yeah, so and so is having a romantic hardship and they're trying and they don't have the Christmas spirit anymore. We got to get them into the loving Christmas spirit. Isn't that the kind theme of, of all actually, of them? Kind of. I actually want to, I want to disagree with myself on, on one aspect of all of this, which mm. is they do go to the trouble of decorating an actual Christmas tree in this movie and they yeah. decorate it with a piece of Christmas magic, unbeknownst to them at the time. So there is kind that is kind of important. And right. I, 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 and by the way, when that acorn showed up and he pulled that out of the box, I looked at you and I said, "There's something in that acorn." <laughs> no way! No yes. way! You said that. No I way! Absolutely! Oh, I believe it. Tina can it. completely it. validate and, and, and confirm. Love it. And I looked at her. And I said, "There's something in that acorn." Yeah, I felt. I felt like at the end, I was like, "Yeah, I should have known that." I mean, I, I really felt like I should have caught that, but I think I was. It was I too. Know. It was too showy. Like, and oh, it was too big. Right, it was a big, massive ornament. Oh, the, he wanted to give this to you. He died just before he could give it to you. Oh, there's something in the acorn. <laughs> I was, I was so pissed when they had that po- that riddle poem. Oh, I was so pissed. I, was I like, know oh riddle God. poems are the worst. I hate them. Yeah, I like how you say uh, poem. Poem. I, I, I really poems. enjoyed that. Yeah. I, and that's the thing. Like uh, it, uh, Christmas movies, I'm, I'm a big fan of Christmas movies. I've seen them all. I, I seriously like. They, there's new ones that come out every year. I've, I've, I've I sit and watch them. Uh, sometimes they're really, really good. There's a new one this year called Jingle Jangle that's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, like you know, like I try to I try to rank them right because the next year I'm going to watch Christmas movies again in December, and I I don't I, I want to know you know like uh, there's a new one this year called Happiest Season. I watched it once. Oh. I don't need to see it again. It was all right, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this but one was I, it the happiest season. I, that's the funny thing. The title has is so wrong. So <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but I'm watching this movie like any Christmas movie with a thought to the future, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm, I'm being honest here. I'm gonna watch the sequels. I'm gonna watch the other two Christmas Prince movies. Hey, Randy, can I ask you a question? Yeah, I'm I'm on the I'm on the right hand side of a Christmas Prince 2017 on IMDb, and I noticed there's a related list for IMDb users, and it's called Mediocre Christmas Movies. Ah, uh, 37 titles. Yes, to yeah. not thrill you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I gotta check this out. Did you make that's this? Also, that's also on my <laughs> on my IMDb this? page for it. I did not make it. <laughs> yep, I see it right here. I have it as well. Such, such films as Men of Christmas uh-huh. and. <laughs> I'm so, so, I'm so eh about watching all of these films. I can't wait to. Especially eh, I can wait. Men of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if Bad Santa be long. Yeah, Bad Santa is one of my top five Christmas movies. I Christmas love Bad Santa. Crazy. Bad Santa is awesome. What a great Christmas movie. Christmas the Cranks and Four Christmases. I actually liked Four Christmases. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. It's on my list. Yeah, that's that's a dumb list. IMDb, stop mm-hmm. it. Go home and drunk. But here's but the I, Again, I also like how you pronounce mediocre. Yeah, mediocre, mediocre is amazing. Mediocre. Yeah. I always get the mediocre when I'm at black. <laughs> I know you don't. You know when it's by itself, it's just the vegetable. Forget it. I want some meat in there, so give me some mediocre. <laughs> that that restaurant's called Black Eyed Paya, by the way. Ah, black yeah. Eye Paya. <laughs> nice. So okay, so back to Good the way. duping of 2020. Here's the thing. Yeah. My wife thinks it's hilarious because she's seen this and knew what I was in for, but didn't say anything. So the dupe number one was her laughing her head off after I was done going, oh, my gosh, that was just a Hallmark movie. And she thinks that's hilarious. OK, because I, I tease her all the time. That's number yeah. one. Number two, uh, I'm half convinced because this was so paint by the numbers, Hallmarky, Christmassy to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this director, by the way, uh, dude's name Alex is Zam. That guy. He has Alex done. Zam, yeah. He's two, done. It's, it's two, a fake name. Two, it's, 
Two like, M's. Yeah. <laughs> His has, name is Alakazam. Come on. He made that right. name up just like you made this movie. Uh, it feels right. like you're right. It feels like you're right. But he has done movies such as uh, Christmas and Evergreen. Uh, yeah. He did The Christmas Prince, of course. And then before that, Crown for Christmas, which has nothing to do with this movie. A Royal Christmas in 2014, uh, way back. Hey, the man lights Christmas. Jingle all the way to. I don't know if you ever saw that. That was. I have not, but I want to. That was a problem. Uh, Tooth Fairy 2 with uh, yeah. uh, uh, Cable Guy, Larry the Cable Guy. That was terrible. These were all direct-to-video. This uh, this guy may be the best part two director exactly. that I know. I was going to say the same thing. Oh, sequel, I was, I, the yeah, sequel. Gadget 2. The sequel <laughs> As I've said before on this show, I think the movie Beverly Hills Chihuahua is underrated. Oh, and that is were, really right. You're watch right. And, and they brought this guy in to make Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, which is better than the original. I'm telling you, I've watched them all. So it's better I, than True Beverly Hills, the original? Yeah. I'm taking yeah, your word for it. <laughs> I'm taking your word for it. I'm not watching any of this. But nice, yeah. nice one, Dunaway. Nice. Yeah. Emmett knows where I'm at. Yeah. I know where you're at. I know where you're at. Uh, so, no, Beverly okay. Hills Ninja. That was the sequel. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. That's a good now here, here's guy. the other. Here's the other duping. I think. I think. First of all, I went into this thinking we were gonna get higher brow stuff. It wasn't. It was straight up a Hallmark movie with slightly better actors. Now, this is. This is the thing I want to read. It's a it's a review that I found on IMDb from somebody in 2017 named Pamela, and I'm starting to wonder if she's on to something. <laughs> it's already down. <laughs> Pamela, oh, I'm yeah. already picturing Pamela's the type to drink hot cocoa out of a mug that she has to hold up with both hands. Yeah, she she likes uh, she likes cardigans, yep. and she starts decorating for Christmas in October. You're God. not wrong. You're not wrong. She says this. eleven eleven cats. You're right. There you go. She says this she, has to be satire. It has to be. I can't oh, be convinced sure. otherwise. And in this case, it's amazing. LOL. Just every yeah. Hallmark cliche you could possibly think of making fun of those movies and being every single one of the and being in every single one of those movies. Ha 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 ha. But kind of a but kind of done perfectly. Like better than the Hallmark movies whilst also making fun of them. Ha ha. I was delighted. Uh, but <laughs> if this theory is wrong, alas, that movie would have been a way better movie. So she's convinced. It's a satire of those things, and such a good one that no one knows that it is. And now yeah, I'm starting to question I think everything. A possibility, because it is. That's a good take it on it. Is, yeah. So the tropes are so blatant, right? Her best friends yeah. back in in Chicago. Oh God. Are are Chicago uh, York. Black, black and gay, right? <laughs> what and, is that about? Is this 2017? I was like, are we really stepping back to you know just these two roles for that? Right. And, yeah. and they're so Come under. On. You know, they're just like, oh, well, yep, uh, let's put a black person and let's put a gay person because we really don't have any in the whole rest of the film. So yeah, I gotta, did, yeah, I, did get them in there. I did appreciate that they were always there for her via uh, live stream. Yeah. 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 <laughs> With <laughs> the clearest camera ever for around the world FaceTiming. Uh, by the well, way, I, I that, there's no that, way that MacBook has those MacBooks are famous for having really bad webcams. So nice job right, on faking yeah. that out. And also she uses pages to write up all her stuff, which cracks me <laughs> up. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> she can only type in bullets. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was it. It's all outlines. That's her whole job. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we, there were yeah. a couple things Tina and I had to pause and like, look at all of her notes. And then we also paused to look at the uh, crappy prices of the diner um, that her dad owns, how he's how is he mm-hmm. staying in business? He's got such a weird diner. I, I tried to look at that diner. too. It's yeah. weird, and it's like his burgers are f- like five bucks for a veggie burger. 
Uh, yeah, that, you can't even get a Whopper for five bucks. Like, and a, what was what was his theme? It was like he has chili, and then he's got tacos or hot dogs, <laughs> and a corn big dogs. sign on the wall, a big sign on the wall that says Mexican food. Exactly, <laughs> and I was like, "What well, is this I guy's like, theme?" I felt like it was intended to evoke the Edward Hopper painting, right? Like, oh, it's sure. the, you're supposed okay. to, you're right, supposed right, right, to right. see this like, diner this completely empty city right and people are inside the diner and you see it from outside looking through the glass and this kind of thing mm-hmm. and, oh, you'll be glad to hear that go ahead sorry I, I, and i and i as i say that i realize i'm giving way too much credit to the thoughtfulness of of the construction of this film right like right. there's just right. there but i why not maybe there was somebody that was like all right what what's this diner gonna be let's mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's you know, look to edward hopper <laughs> and make it right. great you know well, i'm gonna i'm gonna hold that, that. That that oh go ahead Brandon I'll, I'll uh, I'm right gonna I'm gonna hold back on my judgment of this uh, director in this film on the Joel McVeigh uh, gay character because I noticed that he's in the second and third one so maybe they explore his oh, character a little maybe. bit more yes right he's, so he's who did come via, back though he's available right. via uh, Twitch as well as FaceTime right in the, right in the sequel. Tahira yeah. Tahira Sharif did not come back for the other two so I guess oh. she's out oh is that She's the Oh, yeah. That's her oh, black Melissa. friend. That, yeah. Okay. No, I'm wrong. She was in both of those. She just doesn't display it. On, <laughs> she just she just doesn't display it on her IMDb because she has what other things to do. What about yeah, Honor? What about Honor Neefsi, the girl who played the uh, the the Spina Bifida girl? No. Oh, oh Spina Bifida. Oh, she's done. Girl. She's done some things. Yeah. Okay. She's done some things. Well, no, I know she's done some things. Has she come back for the sequels though? Oh, back? that's a good question. She should. Uh, let's take a look here. She did. So, oh, this this is a very loyal cast. Okay. People come back for this. Yeah. She's, By the way, part a real, dif- uh, a real disabled or what's, no. what's the correct term? No, no, She does no, not no, have she, a disability. That, and it was controversial right, at the not. time because Netflix is kind of a big platform. And even though this movie is freaking right. dirt dirt level freaking holiday like channel. that's like like that was the representative point that bothered people it i did, mean come it on did. Well, at the time was... <laughs> there was a big freak out that she was this, not this actually film. disabled and i'm i don't know you know right. what I, here here's what i'll say this is i don't know if this is controversial or not but when when someone with a disability uh is cast. sorry when a character with a disability is portrayed by cast who have that disability I right. it adds authenticity to the project for me. So when I mm-hmm. watch something like Breaking Bad and um, right, uh, right. Well, Junior Junior, yeah, Walt it Jr. has actual um, the the word uh, help me uh, so not spina bifida. Uh, sclerosis. Uh, uh, multiple, uh, no, the other no. one. Uh, ner- uh, no. Palsy. Cerebral palsy. Yes, yes, cerebral palsy. That's cerebral it. palsy. That's right. Uh, right, right same right, right. thing. Like Fargo's really good at this. Every season of Fargo, there's somebody with a with a disability. Like the the uh, deaf hitman in the first season is a right. deaf is a deaf actor. Uh, the the son bear's son in the second season uh, with the uh, it's mostly on his one side, but he has cerebral palsy and and portrays it as such. Uh, then the let's see the latest one has some, oh. Um, I forget what the latest season has. But anyway, I like that they do that because it's not so much about it. Probably it should be about representation. And I'm glad it it, it exists on that level. But it also adds Mm to me. This is legit. Right. And maybe. So I think they probably should just dialed it back and said, okay, if we're not going to be able to invest into an actor who would fit into this role that maybe we just drop the spot. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they needed it because it was never anything more than just. 
a, a blatant attempt for us to go, oh, she has a yeah, poor, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had a, it, it was a cheap trick to make that, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe the act, maybe the writer was touched by the idea and, and wanted it uh, in there because they wanted that representation. They just maybe. didn't have an actor who was uh, available or uh, really fit the role. So the problem is we have to make it up. See, we don't know. We have right. no idea. And I hate let's, that. But let's, <laughs> right. let's give it credit. This movie didn't have any kind of miraculous recovery. It didn't do, it didn't, it didn't have the character, you know, step way beyond the bounds of their character. <laughs> That's what should have been in that acorn. No, uh, healing that for is- spina bifida. <laughs> <laughs> right. The serum. It's a Christmas <laughs> miracle. <laughs> no, but, but it was placed in there so that you've got to worry that okay she she gets coddled by her family she doesn't get to go out sledding and um rose mciver gets to bring out that adventurous spirit of the kid mm-hmm, so that right. she gets mm-hmm. to experience things that she that her her parents or her mom yeah it's interesting because let, it uh, doesn't let her it, experience. it would be hard to do because i mean this character uh has to be angry but the audience also has to understand and the only way to really do that is either to give a disability or have a overbearing family and they wanted to portray this family as just beautiful people just people that were beautiful inside and out and absolutely right right except, you know, there was, there was, the except for Simon. well the immediate family apologies immediate family only yeah yeah. And and I again like I thought cousin villain was uh you know pretty st- pretty effective bog standard characterization you know like yeah. I, love it. I know I I, I wasn't like, a, he was like, pretty good to, That's when you can't get Alex Moffat from Saturday Night Live you get uh, <laughs> Theo Devaney I think he did excellent. He just looks like a, you just like, oh, look at that guy. He's he definitely does. a jerk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's you practice arching your eyebrows in the mirror uh, for a few hours <laughs> right. for anything like this. Yeah. You're, he's your guy for this. He's finally cast. Whatever. I still say there were, there were a couple of moments and I shared a gift with you guys where at some <laughs> yeah, point yeah. He is, he's telling the horseman to move on and he does it with a yeah. pointed finger and no voice and the guy sitting in front never once looked at him. He just did it and I'm like, there's right. an android exactly. driving that thing. Oh, I hear, I hear the movement of my master's elbow. Yeah. It is time yeah, for us to depart. Yeah, that un- undeniable popping sound means time to move forward. Can, can I, I tell you who I thought was the worst person in this? Yeah. Mm. Like uh, evilness or just bad acting? Bad acting. Okay. Okay. Bad acting. Go ahead. Uh, Max, her boss at the whatever. Oh my God. Whatever <laughs> company she worked for. Uh, the rag now. Paper. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're not wrong. Like, She's bad. She's real she bad. Just, just chewed up. Uh, yeah. I, doing the scenery is usually a positive thing. Like, you right, know, oh, yeah, man, right, really right. But she like ate the desk and, no, she, uh, she, was, and she pissed <laughs> on the wall. It was, it was bad. It was exactly. <laughs> yes. and, so, uh, and thankfully does not return in the sequels. Obviously she's the boss right. that, you quit, that you quit on Christmas or in this case, new year's eve or something she's the boss yeah. you quit uh when when they need you most because they're really bad a total trope you know there's no mm-hmm. doubt about it but like i i thought she i thought she was pretty good at it i like i don't Ugh. i don't agree that she was she was bad at the know, role it was just painful painful mm-hmm. to watch her uh over emote and overact and just basically say I'm going to be the newspaper equivalent of give me your badge and your gun. You're, you know, you're done here kind of thing. I think it must be just that she was told to be a, a, a cranky American boss or something. Cause she's British and maybe right. she's, she's in the, all sorts of stuff. 
Like she is. She's in that uh, Doc Martin thing that Nicole recommended a couple weeks ago. Oh, or some, oh somebody yeah, I like Doc Martin. So that means I've seen her, and I didn't. She didn't bother me there because I watched that whole yeah. series, but I forgot who she was. I guess it's it, it. It raises the question. We've talked about this before. Couldn't why didn't they just get some Americans to play the Americans? And like, is it like this was not during the pandemic they were filming this? This was mm-hmm. years ago. I think they why, filmed why it in it so Britain. Hard? I think they just filmed it in Britain. The budget was low. Everything had to be British actors because to portray the stuff back in the states, they had to be. You know, the thing is they filmed it in Romania. Like I, it, right. I, I don't know. It's, it's also weird, right? Romania, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> you can, they have, they you have can a get a castle cheap. Yeah. All you need yeah. is thirty minutes of drone footage uh, hovering around the, uh, <laughs> the the castle at night and during the day. Okay, we're set. We've it's got our established spots for two hours. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a beautiful place, though. It is. It's a beautiful place. See the Joel. There's it another is. guy, Joel. The guy we were just talking about, Joel Mc. Uh, the played Andy. Um, he's yeah. a British actor, born in Leeds, England. Yeah. Like none of these people are from here except for Rose MacGyver. Is she British? Maybe, and I don't know it. I think she might be British, based on. Let me um, look real quick here. Oh, New Zealand. New Zealand. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so she's, she's practically British. So it's today. band meeting. Band meeting is where she's from. <laughs> she's from band meeting. Once again, let me say. I just gotta say. Just let me just say it. Freaking the New Zealanders the, uh, and the Aussies, you guys mm-hmm. with your perfect American accents. What? Wh- why? So why good. are you so good? Yeah. Why are you so good? How is this possible? All these other British people you worked with were, eh, like the guy that played your dad was terrible. It, he was falling out of that accent constantly. She rocked it, just rocked it. I don't know how they all do it. Just blows my it, mind. Is it because of uh, so much exposure to uh, American movies and TV and the American accent and entertainment? Whoops, we cut off Brian, Brian Little there. Brian, yeah. you there? Dunaway? Hello? Brian. Hello? Dunaway? Well, Hello? Dunaway? Oh, no. Did we lose adjusted. him? He adjusted too much. <laughs> too much adjustment. Have you adjusted yourself? Yeah, we've lost him. Here, hold on. Let me pause. Like right. the Aussie, Aussies and New Zealanders see so much TV that they, or American TV, rather, that they're mm. kind of raised on it. And a lot of people have said that. Like the Hemsworth brothers have all said that one way or another. They're like, oh, yeah, we just... You know, we sat around watching Three's Company. You just you get good at this, uh, and I maybe That's there's something to that. Like Chrissy. Yeah, and we don't we don't get so much Australian TV and Australian accents that oh, we can that we can work in. Yeah. Did you guys see the new uh, Crocodile Dundee movie? Yeah, <laughs> I saw of it. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not watching that on purpose. No, I watched no, a trailer can... this morning on Voodoo. Yeah, John Cleese. Chevy Chase, Paul Hogan, what? what? I, mean, I mean, it's Paul not, but here's the thing. It's from. not Crocodile Dundee. It's Paul no. Hogan comes back to America and plays himself, and everyone only knows right. him as, like, it's it's a oh, really? fourth it's wall, like, like, you know. Right, the JCVD. The, or yeah, the, he's not playing. Yeah, yeah. He's playing the actor who played Paul, or that played right. Crocodile Dundee. Dealing we'll with probably, people who still think of him as yes, Crocodile Dundee. Yes, yeah. that's the idea. And maybe that's okay. I don't know, dude. I can't bring myself to spend real American it's, money on it. It's real too American bad. Money and time. <laughs> it, it's it's too bad because when you see him like the, in the trailer, you're like, oh man, if he would just put on a crocodile tooth hat, right, and and be that character, I would be way more interested in this. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you forget how how old he was older he was during yeah. the, the films and and, yeah. and and you look at it and you're like oh that's right time passes and it's like oh I'm sad now mm-hmm. 
bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm actually, I'm actually willing to watch it. If somebody tells me actually, you know, at the end of this movie, he morphs into crocodile Dundee. the character. <laughs> I would watch it for that. I'm going to watch it. Bumps into act, the actual crocodile Dundee in an elevator and they fight. Oh, I, I'd, I'd watch that. Oh. I'm going to watch it with my mom because my mom loved Crocodile Dundee back in the day. And I think she would get a kick out of this. And I'm going to do that. <clears throat> That's an interesting can we, thing. Can we save it for uh, a film sack? Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe. But that's just the interesting thing there, Brian, is is who would you watch this movie with? Like there's there's movies that are in your wheelhouse and movies that mm-hmm. really aren't. But you would watch them with specific people. Like Scott was talking about watching A Christmas Prince with Kim. And there are definitely movies that I would never watch, but if I was at my mom's house and I desperately needed to fill the time, I absolutely would watch films that I think she might like, you know? Yeah, I could see that. That's a really interesting category. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know that you're not going to have any weird, awkward uh, sex scenes or or things like that. that Exactly. Oh, well, uh, this looks good on Netflix. Oh, my God, it's half porn. (laughs) Nope, it's all porn. Yeah, all porn. Uh, (laughs) By the way, I just noticed that Luke Hemsworth, uh, the lumpy Hemsworth, is in in this Paul Hogan thing. The lumpy Hemsworth. That's not nuts. I I think you need to go back and watch A Christmas Prince again. No, put those three dudes together. Put the three Hemsworths together. You got really chiseled, handsome dudes, two of them in a row, and then you got Luke. And it's fine. He can be what Look, he is. I liked him in Westworld. Look, He's great. Let me tell you something about chiselness. It can come and it can go. Yeah. I just it never it's came a, for it's him. It's a temporary it's a temporary situation. <laughs> it never came for him, though, is what I'm saying. One day those other two will be nice <laughs> and lumpy, but Luke Hemsworth, great in Westworld, great in other stuff I've seen him in. Nothing wrong with that dude. Fine actor. He's lumpy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm lumpy. I feel I feel a kinship I, to him because I'm lumpy. You know, I've sure. been wondering if if I'm the only person that really likes Ben Lamb. I I feel like he. Oh, I love Ben Lamb. That's fantastic. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. good. Because dude. I feel like he's he's got a very limited range, right? His his job is to be young and brooding, right? And he does it. Yeah. He mm-hmm. does it very very well. Yeah. But like, uh, I I noticed he was in uh, Divergent. And I was like, oh, yeah, I saw Divergent. I don't remember yeah. him specifically, but I I think, you know, like he's the exactly the kind of person that would be in these kinds of things. He, and he's he's the kind of he's an I, this is not an insult, but he looks like a lot of different. <laughs> he looks like a lot. He looks like a like somebody took Photoshop and put together yeah. like a whole bunch of different really attractive he's like when actors. AI, yes. when those AIs put together yeah. faces based on mm-hmm. composites. It, it yeah. looks, yeah, he looks like totally so many does. other actors. It's like, oh, he's got the eyes <laughs> like, of oh, there's Chris a little, Evans uh, and this uh, guy's got... A little Chris, uh, um, what's his name? Captain America, Steve Rogers. Can't think of yeah, that's right. Chris, Chris Evans. Evans, yeah. Evans yeah. yeah. There's a little Chris yeah. Evans in there, a little mashup of some other faces. You're right. It's like an AI constructed face meant to confuse face recognition software or something like that. <laughs> and I like, and I do actually, I will say I really liked him in this. He's a charming, affable guy. He's good looking. He's, he seems right. like, you know, we're not done with him. We're going to see other stuff with him, but mm-hmm. it's also that poster's not doing any favors. He actually looks like, if you look yeah. at that poster where it's him kind of grinning down at the back of her head, um, <laughs> he looks like the dude in, in Mindhunter. Uh, the, oh, yeah. yeah, right. The yeah. younger, the younger agent. Yeah. Yes. And when I first saw this, uh, he also plays King Louis in the um, Hamilton. But anyway, uh, that guy from anyway, I'm mixing yeah. all my stuff up. But anyway, I looked at that yes. and I first saw it. I went, oh, we're going to see that guy in a Christmas movie. Weird. And it's not that guy. It's a different guy. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and, and if you look up their stats, uh, he's 11 inches taller than Rose McIver. You <laughs> wow. can really see it in this movie. You and can. I, was, I was so glad they didn't do any tricks. Like, just let it be. Let yeah. it be different. You know? She's right. tiny. She's a very little tiny person. I can tell just by the doors she would walk up to. I'm like, yeah, that door's normal. Oh, door. yeah. She's tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, her, her, she, her butt's at a vase level. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah vase level. That's your, your hammer that trope alert. Or button. that vase was at butt level. That deserves oh, a trope alert because everybody that, breaks stuff when they go to fancy places. That's how it well, works. And it's, and it's two levels of tropes. There's yeah. two tropes combined. One is, you're so clumsy. It's adorable. <laughs> and the other one is, we left our expensive, priceless Ming vase sitting on a tiny shelf out in the middle of a doorway where yeah. anyone is going to bump into it and bur- murder it. Like, come on. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Randy, thank you for this reminder about this person does not exist. It's a real time. I, I saw this back on DTNS a while ago, but it's a real time face generator that is crazy God, weird amazing. right yeah. crazy. it always freaks you out it's like no it should this make person you, doesn't exist but there they are right there i'm looking at them it should make you at the least not maybe freak out about what we can do but maybe at least be aware of what we can do because right. man yes. like there's a, i'm it's looking crazy. at a very attractive young woman right now smiling looks like she might bring me really? brownies for i just Christmas. generated a karen it's weird oh weird well you, karen? you and karen's yeah you know. i wonder if the lady who wrote this movie had a bad year her name is karen i wonder if she had a, a rough time Karen Shaler. Oh yeah, oh. Uh, 2017. No, this wasn't. This was not Karen's the right now. Well, what's what yeah, I'm saying? That, that wasn't the year of the Karen. Well, that's yet. what she I'm saying. Like this year, did she yeah. have a bad year? This year? Like, oh, this she, year probably. Yeah. 2017 was great. Yeah, yeah. Her new, her Nobody, next film is going to be the Karens. It's going to be good. She's meet probably the, the, Car- the, Car- the Christmas meet the Karens. Karen. Meet the Karens. <laughs> Dude, someone's going to do that. You know I'd it. watch the Christmas Karen. That would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's like be, that's like jingle just, all the way, but for twenty. Well, no, it'd be even more. It would be basically just make a modern day analog of of uh, the Christmas Carol because that's really what you're doing. You're taking Scrooge. <laughs> right. You will be visited by three managers. <laughs> I actually, Manager you're actually of Christmas present. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like we're I feel like we're uncovering something really interesting here, and that is, what if all of these Christmas movies aren't good because because no one wants to try. Like what if what if the goal of everybody making yet another Christmas movie is to knock it right down the middle? You know what I mean? Like, right, right. like you come along and say, "Hey, I've got some ideas for a Christmas movie that'll be better than the rest." They say, "No, you shut up. We're yeah, making right. we want to make a movie that is as good as the rest." And that's why we have this mountain of them. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a point to that. Like there's something uh so i'm trying to think what my equivalent is because my wife and i were always having this conversation she can sit down to 15 of those hallmark movies and enjoy really enjoy it she loves it she starts in november and she does it all the way up to christmas and just loves these things even when they're totally (laughs) stupid or even exactly like the last one she watched like it's just the same ingredients let me me tell you what these are like food right it's like let me tell you what these are like this this is like watching the sci-fi channel all day for us men. I okay. guess so. I, mean, I guess. It's just one sci-fi show after the next with some weird dude in costume makeup. I mean, or maybe it's after, The closest comparison trope. I can think of is I just sort of sit and let King of the Hill run in my life. It just runs mm-hmm. at night mm-hmm. and whenever it's on. I just love it. And I right. and I find it to be comfort food. Maybe that's the equivalent or something. Probably it she likes that is. too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Man. I can name a bunch of things like that. You know, like, I, and I promise you, Scott, there's, there's people out there who... 
and I and I've talked to them, and I and it's hard to do, but they hate Seinfeld, like yeah. hate Seinfeld. Oh. Yeah, it's and, easy to hate Seinfeld. No, it's and not. I it's, love it. It's because, Shut up. Oh, yeah, it is. It's true. I love that show. But, but, like, why, 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 yeah. but like whenever whenever I talk to someone who hates Seinfeld, I always hear the same thing, which is the characters themselves are deplorable. Yeah. They're constantly lying to each other. They don't have any joy. Therefore, that for that audience, it's a complete miss. And there's a whole uh, audience for the show that watches it you know, like on a loop, like you can just right. put it on and it, and it's funny to you. And there's all of these, these like references that are culturally significant to you. Right. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff. And so like, you just, you just got it. Like, it's, it's so obvious when you look at Hallmark Christmas movies, <laughs> you know, that yeah. there's the same sort of thing going on. And the, you know, the person who emailed us and said, please don't make me watch this is, is, is like that. They are on the outside of the cultural significance of the, the, the mountain of tropes that I'm, I'm yeah, talking which about. is me. Yeah. I'm that guy. I hate these things. I really, mm-hmm. truly, really dislike them. I'm, I mean, I, I'm having a blast today. So clearly it was, a, it, we made a good decision here for film sack, mm-hmm. but, but it's, uh, it's just, they're terrible. They're terrible. Like they're just. I can't. Yeah. I was watching this. I got to a point where he's out shooting arrows with his sister, and I went, uh-huh. "Right, right, yeah, right." Yeah, I'm not watching this in any other context. Like any other situation, this isn't a thing I'm spending any time in front of, except because of film sack. And that is true of all those Hallmark things. I can't be there very long. I got to get out. I of I think there. it's it's really according to what you uh what you what what parts what side of the film you're looking at and classifying it is terrible. I mean, if you go, Hey, are cookies terrible? Absolutely not. Cookies are delicious. Are cookies terrible for your health? Yeah. Yeah, they are. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I'm, but I don't like how these cookies taste either. I don't like anything about these. That's fine. That's fine. They smell bad. They smell like like a diaper. Yeah. You don't like that. Maybe you don't like gingerbread cookies. But you ever walk in the, you ever, like, you ever oh, walk in the house and you, you know your wife's making something amazing and you walk in the house and you're supposed to smell it and go, oh man, this brings me back. But instead, it yeah. smells like a diaper or somebody's thumb's been up their bum or something weird like that. <laughs> and you don't know what they're cooking, but it's going to be great when you eat it. But at the time, the cooking part smells terrible. That's how I feel right. approaching one of these. And then when I actually eat it, I'm like, oh, it tastes like it smelled. Okay, I don't want this anymore. And I can't, I can't do it. I think it's important to look at the history of Christmas movies because there's a trend, right? For decades, for like 50 years of Christmas movies, they were all saccharine, every yeah. single one of them. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, all of entertainment started to diversify and it started to let go of concerns about censorship and so on. And we started seeing things like Christmas Vacation. But like, if you go back Christmas before vacation. that, everything is white Christmas and a Christmas story mm-hmm. and so on. And they're all saccharine. But now, mm-hmm. nowadays, you, you've branched off into these two main paths, right? And there's like mm-hmm. one the that's dark like, Christmas. Right. Be submer- yeah. subversive. Be com- <laughs> as comic mm-hmm. as you can. It's a farce. And then the other one is just maintaining a tradition that goes back a hundred years of Christmas movies, you know? And it's like, there's, there's nothing wrong with them. That's the, the problem. Like you, you can't look at, at these Hallmark films and go, Oh, well they're, you know, they're like bad for the country or something. You know what I mean? Like they're right, just, right. they're just doing what they're Christmas just, movies have always they just done. Go to, there's, you know, there's, two, there's different audiences and there's probably people 
who, and, and you're probably one of them because of what you were saying earlier, watching Christmas movies, you're an audience to both of these. You, you know, you mm-hmm. want the, the bad Santas, the office Christmas parties, just as much as you want the miracle on 34th street remakes and the, um, the, the warm fuzzy Christmas. Well, and there are some warm fuzzy Christmas. And there's some really bad examples of attempts to have a dark Christmas movie. Like there's a Seth Rogen movie called the night before Mm -hmm. it's bad. Like it is just bad. And then, and there's also bad examples of trying to be uplifting. Like love actually has not aged. Well, that movie, (laughs) Oh really? Like it, it tried, it was, maybe it was uplifting 15 years ago, but now, mm, wait, which movie, which one? uh, Love actually. So what, what what about it? Totally uh, holds up. I love that movie. What doesn't hold up? Like, I mean, what, what's, what feels cringy? Is it the, the, the gender dreaming of coming to America and being in a, a snow lodge with five? Yeah, sure. So all, the, gen- all, all yeah. the gender dynamics, right? So like, yeah. and it's not just that it's the creepy stalker guy who shows up outside your door <laughs> on Christmas <laughs> Eve. Rick, yeah. <laughs> and it's the, it's the writer whose, whose wife cheats on him. So he goes and gets a basically sex slave and so on. Like, like, woof, it's, that love actually has not, uh, you know, like the the times have changed. Yeah, since I, that, that I'll agree with. Yeah, I think some of that stuff mm. doesn't doesn't hold up in that light. But the I, yeah. I think the movie itself, for what it is or what it was, is still it's still one of my favorites. I love that movie. And you, so you can like watch a, a a Christmas story, and because it's about that time frame, it will never. You yeah. know, it will never degrade sure. very much. Sure. Yeah. And and that's like period piece. Yeah. And so, like a Christmas Prince, I think maybe it will degrade a bit. Like we'll we'll look back on something like this forty years from now and go, "Oh, look at them with their stupid laptops!" Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at their horrible mistreatment of Windows. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, it's a it's a it's a weird thing, and I'm glad it exists for people, and I'm glad you got your sequels. You know, I mean, this is Netflix claimed in 2017. Oh, by the way, spoiler on every one of the Christmases because movies because they all go, oh, in this one it's the wedding. Oh, in this. Oh one, yeah, the titles the literally right, right there. The title. Yeah, in the title. Oh, she's having a baby in this one. Okay. But listen to this. Mm-hmm. In 2017, Netflix revealed in a tweet that 53 of its subscribers had watched the film every day over p- the past 18 days that year when it was released. So 18 days did in they, a row. Did, did they do a wellness check in those 53? I, you should. <laughs> I I remember the tw- I remember Netflix tweeting, "Are you okay?" Uh, really? I remember that. Yeah. Well, wow. um, there are like 150. What is it? 100. Where is it? 150 million Netflix subscribers currently, and that's of 2020. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. 53. Watch this. Great. That's that's real uh, trivial. Trivia. Just in just in <laughs> loop, right? But just in loop. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just think about that. Like if if you had. Actually, we should be afraid that that they have that data <laughs> a little bit. Like, <laughs> they know how many times I have sat. This and watched. one guy's watched Mad think, Max six hundred times. Yeah, do you <laughs> think Call the police. A, do you think they get an alert, or do you think that just on a whim they said, eh, "Let's see if anybody's watching that Christmas Prince movie." I, oh my I God, think some guy fifty three people think, have watched it for the last eighteen days every day. Yeah, I think somebody gets like some charts, and it's probably like, yeah. "Oh, what is that? What is that line doing?" <laughs> yeah. Holy Moses! Get somebody who's watched Grey Gardens every day for the last year and a half. Oh I just want to I want to answer that question by the way because I work yeah. for a company that logs what uh, its customers do to some degree, and yeah. I want you to know, no, they you do not set up alerts on stuff like that because that would take up so much bandwidth and logging space. Right. Yeah. 
Oh my God. I imagine, I imagine there, you guys probably have data that says some, you know, one guy, some druid on some server, uh, every day goes to a certain rock in a certain zone and dances on it for five minutes and then leaves and, and just does <laughs> it because saying, no, he has we don't. To we really don't because oh, logging it, the, the, the space that it takes to log it is so massive. I yeah. want to know about that, though. I want to know about that guy, that Drew. Yeah, but I, I want to know what that guy's doing there. I've could seen you, him. Could yeah. you set up that alert, and yeah. could you forward the results to Scott? Yeah, I, I want to know more about yeah. this guy. He does it in bear form. That's the other thing. He's in bear form when he dances. Oh, I can just see it. All right. Uh, one other thing we haven't really Reggie. talked about. We, yeah, we haven't talked about Alex Krieg very often. Uh, we will because she's one of our Star Trek connections, probably the biggest one. But um, I really like her. Uh, her role in Deadwood in particular was something very memorable for me. Right. Uh, she's just a great, really interesting actress. Um, but I did a little math. She was, when she was the Borg queen in 1998's uh, First Contact. Mm-hmm. She was a queen there too. The, the prince in this movie, her son <laughs> that plays the prince, Richard, was nine years old in real life. Uh-huh. Think of that. Okay. Think of that. Wow. Yeah. Then we're all. A Borg Christmas. I was. Prince. I had just, well, let's see. I was out of high school. I was he was born in 89. Yeah, that's weird. I'm, I'm like three years from getting married. Like, mm-hmm. good Lord. He, wow. He was a baby then. So so anyway, Poopy Diapers 89, Alice, Alice Krieg's old. Everyone's great. Everyone's doing and good. And now he's We're the also- desire of all the women yeah. except for this lady who went didn't really care. Mm-hmm. Just trying to avoid right. love. Yep. Are we also going to talk about uh, Sarah Douglas? Uh, Our other me. nerdy connection? <laughs> Uh, are we going to talk about her? Who is that? Where are we? She was the the stern uh, headmistress woman, the kind of the oh, woman yeah, that yeah. was like angry about everything. We're going to throw you in the dungeon. <gasps> this is V Lady. <laughs> it's no, yeah. no, it's not V Lady. It's Ursa from Superman Two. The exactly. um, but she's also V Lady though, right? Yeah, she's V Lady. Eats the eats the um. No, the, that the was Badler, uh, Laura ba- or Karen Badler, Laura Badler. Oh, well, it says she was on V. I assumed it was her because her face she is familiar. She might have been V. Yeah. Okay, it, you're right. It is, it is Ursa from... Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Didn't yeah. even recognize her. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. Not Zod there. How was I supposed to know? Wow. Right? Exactly. Or none. Yeah. Dude, yeah. nice deep cut on that. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, every once in a while, I mean, you know, there was a lot of time in this movie where it's like, oh, let's see what else these people have been in. Yeah, <laughs> right. By the way, I'm I just did gonna, everything I'm but gonna, watch another movie on my iPad. Uh, uh, I'm going to say uh, she, she slowed down a little bit from 2010 forward, but previous to that, and she still did plenty of work there, but previous to that, ton, she worked a ton, mostly in did, voice yeah. work, tons of voice actor stuff. I did not know any of this. Everything from Babylon 5 to freaking... Uh, let's see, Batman Beyond. She was a voice in. Who was she? You know, I've never asked you guys. What do y'all think about Babylon Five? I love Babylon Five. Well, All I did. Right. I've I, never seen an episode of Babylon. I loved it, but I don't oh, know if I would yeah. now. I, I might. It might oh, not. Is there a Christmas also, episode we can watch? Yeah. <laughs> I've also never seen an episode of Babylon Five. It, it felt like it was just too. It was too competitive with Star Trek in my brain. You know. Yeah. Well, it literally, I've was, seen a couple of episodes, and, and I was like. Eh, that and DS9 I've always were, wanted to go back and revisit. That show was out exactly the same time as DS9. They were absolutely competing because they were both about space stations. And right. they, although they weren't, you know, they weren't meant to compete. They just happened to come out. It's like Armageddon and Deep Impact kind of. And um, they, I really loved both. And I had no problem with that. I didn't mind the competitiveness that was sort of felt by people. And it's pretty good. It's, 
It starts yeah, slow, did, but it, it's good. Did, did Kim ever come in and go, oh, it's one of these stupid sci-fi shows that look exactly <laughs> the same again? She might have. Right? She could have, yeah. Uh, she might have. The problem is, see, here's the problem. My wife is not the problem. My wife loves everything. She likes science fiction. She likes nerdy stuff. She'll watch comic book movies. All this stuff is great to her, but she also likes this Hallmark stuff. Me, on the other hand, I just can't stand the Hallmark stuff. Like, I'm not... She'll she she'll watch anything with me. If I watch Mad Max for the fiftieth time, there's, she'll plop down and watch. There's got to be something though. Is there something that she doesn't like? Some show that she's like, uh, I can't watch that. She couldn't do. She couldn't it's do Breaking Bad. The, she got as far as Breaking Bad uh, when yeah. they when they had the bathtub uh, acid thing happen. And oh then, wow! Yeah. So real like yeah. second episode or third episode, whatever. <laughs> wow. Like, okay. Really? This is where you draw the line, honey. Yeah, well, that right. does surprise me to like you know to be okay with Mad Max Fury Road or to be okay with. Um, like she Some loves Fargo. Fargo's Far- to, line that- to me, Fargo's a lot like uh, Breaking Bad in terms yeah. of just sort of the, yeah. some of the shock factor and stuff. And she loves that. So I don't know what it was about Breaking Bad. She got to that tub thing and went, I just can't do this. I can't do it. Interesting. But, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I still think she should go back and rewatch it or get over the tub. <laughs> That's a. <laughs> When, when, Can't you when, just get over the get tub the already? Tub. <laughs> get over the tub. Woman. Oh my god! <laughs> so uh, I just want to—I want to talk about one more actor. Uh, his name is Tom Knight. Um, he plays the prime minister of Aldovia in this movie, and he has the terribly unenvious role of having to keep coming to the palace right. to crown the king. Coronation. <laughs> oh my if god! If anyone has. <laughs> Yes, can we can we do the can we do a coronation today? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay, Is all right. I'll be around, there. The, Please the, don't let me down. Yeah, and if, oddly enough, he's only uh, twenty five. It's just that he's so worn out. He looks he looks sixty. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, this, yeah. This guy uh, this guy is just kind of getting started. Like all of his uh, credits are like TV movies and TV miniseries in England. Oh, and now he's starting to make some movies. And I actually thought he was. I I found him very interesting. I wanted that character more and i was sad to see that he's not in the sequels to a christmas prince i just no. want to see him more who the tom knight is that the guy tom knight yeah, yeah. that's the guy oh he's in chamber of secrets i don't remember that you'd think that he'd uh, come back for the christmas baby to coronate the baby right mm. oh there you go always oh, mr green <laughs> do, they, do they ever have by the way i never i didn't watch any of the um you know the successions of uh of actual uk monarchy but do they do they have the the wedding thing where they basically say if anyone would like to dispute the (laughs) i think they were really stretching a little bit there because they were going on because as soon as i place this crown on his head he will officially be king and nothing can stop it from (laughs) that Uh, point honestly it looked uh, like it looked like an old (laughs) community college amphitheater style classroom it did it totally did did. just lame but somewhere uh, in Romania. He was Hermione's <laughs> dad, by the way. That's who that he was before. Oh, right. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. That he is a deadbeat muggle. A, a muggle dentist. Yeah, yeah. A muggle deadbeat dentist. <laughs> a muggle dentist. <laughs> I like that Dunaway called him a deadbeat, like he didn't support his daughter or something like that. <laughs> right. He just didn't understand, man. All right. Uh I think clips are in order. And they're literally, yes. they're literally in chronological order as well. So uh, Oh, they're actually in order. Yeah. Wow. We're gonna start one off with a hot one. This is a uh, clip. Uh, sent to me via your dad, Ibit. This is from your dad this time. <laughs> already? Already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He uh, he said this was audio of whoever set you up 
with your prom date. I guess I guess your prom date was a blind date. I didn't know this, or at least one of them was. And so this is your friend no. you were going with who set you well, up. Well, of course. Yeah, I figured they I were only, all blind. I can only get the blind ones. Yeah. <laughs> right? So this is what this is what he said to you. If I set you up with one more hot, successful guy who you blow off, I'm gonna punch you, girl. Ouch. Yeah, you were the you were that one that said ouch. Ouch. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> Uh, Rare. <laughs> but boy, does she look fabulous. I'm sorry, am I doing it too much? <laughs> uh, all right, oh, something God. about making chili. Hey, listen, Christmas Eve, instead of doing our regular corn dogs, I was thinking maybe I'll make a, a big batch of my famous five alarm chili. You know, it was your mom's favorite. Dude, your accent is shit. <laughs> five alarm. Right. Yeah, I have an option. You'll be on the toilet all night on Christmas. I'm thinking about making some wicked five alarm chili. <laughs> right. You'll you'll be crapping so loud it'll scare Santa right off. Yeah. Have he'll bugger off, and when you eat this chili here, <laughs> that's the problem. Weird. He can't do both. He can't do both. Uh, here's a selfish jerk thing. Selfish jerk. Oh yeah, she was mad. Oh, By the way, geez. it was like immediately as soon as I saw the guy in the beard, I went, "Oh, that's the prince." I know. That's yeah, we all did. We've seen. We've. This we've is like it's enough. so telegraphed in. Yeah. I I liked that. Like what, the way he kind of <laughs> sneaks past the line and then right. glances back at her with this huge fake beard. I thought that was a really funny moment. You okay, but does harder. that blow the uh the setup of like no he's really really a nice guy yet he did cut right in line in front of her and oh it was to escape the paparazzi but still he cut right, right in line in front of her and like he's, gave a, the, he's, the the aldovian middle finger when he did so we're, we're supposed to we're <laughs> supposed to be finding out that he's this complicated and lonely person right? right like we're supposed to it's part of the of the whole of him and he does apologize for it yeah, afterwards he is pretty yeah. sorry yeah. pretty quick um, here's the bored queen talking for the first time. You'll be starting your lessons right away, Emily. But it's almost Christmas. I hope Miss Anderson lasts longer than your previous tutor. Previous tutor. She's she's a classic tutor. actress. I would like her tutor. and everything. She could just do whatever. I like her. Yeah. She's my favorite part of it. Uh, what? Oh, here's the girl says something. I can't figure it out. So I love playing this game with you guys. You guys try to help me translate this. All right. <laughs> okay. So here it is. Better than logging off something else. Princess Emily. All right. That first part. Better. Let's play that again. Better oh, better than lopping else. off something else, right? Because yeah, yeah. yeah. he's she's like gonna lop off my ear. head. Oh yeah. I thought I heard better the word ass. Some mess. <laughs> I thought I heard ass. She was referring she was referring to his penis, I think, right? Yes. And then she said, No, I meant his, his ear. That's what we do. <laughs> I want to play, okay now I want to play it knowing that hold on better than lopping off something else okay you're right yeah mm-hmm. mystery solved well done I thought it was way worse. to go Scooby Doo you officially <laughs> did that line probably more times than she did in yeah. the filming of this oh film. yeah 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 for sure and that actress <laughs> she's actually pretty good in stuff and stuff she is good oh it's yeah kind of a throwaway role but whatever all right um here's an amazing high five amazing high five yeah <laughs> yeah that's pretty amazing good. high five what is that. Yeah. Get out of here. With it's that. those moments Mary. that made me think this was so satire. uncouth with this. Yeah. You Americans with your high five. All right, Borg Queen. I'm not again. touching your hand. Your hand. Where's it been? Gross. Where's it been, Philip? Philip? Where's your hand been, Philip? <laughs> uh, Borg Queen again. Prime Minister, let me put your fears to rest. Richard will accept his father's crown. Oh, she's great. Right. I like her. Yeah, actually, Richard. there's here's a comparison. Here's actual Borg Queen. I am the Borg. I am curious. Do you control the Borg Collective? 
You imply a disparity where none exists. I am the collective. Don't know, did you go eh, in the middle of that, or was that in the clip? Eh. That was that was me. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was responding to her comment. Oh, I don't know what. like I don't remember that in that scene where somebody in the background went. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the uh, scene in Star Wars where the stormtrooper hits his head. You yeah. said, no, wait, what happened? Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. It's one of my favorite things to watch for. All right. Uh, totally unfair. It's totally unfair. All right. British kid. Totally, totally. totally. Uh, something about uh, she's hot for the prince. You are so smitten. Look at you. You're blushing. Mm, you're so smitten. You are so smitten. Uh, it rhymes with mitten. There's your Christmas smitten connection. Mitten. Um, you also have to think that they they just basically filmed that looking into an actual cameraman's camera. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> oh yeah like none of the interaction was like actual face does so it's like all right just look at the camera and act like she just told you this yeah. okay good it and, came off yeah. real weird i didn't like any of that stuff yeah uh where's the i don't know what this is where there's a tiara there's dirt oh <laughs> okay i that's why you wear the tiara to cover up the dirt that's right or it's a dirty tiara yeah i don't like it randy you were what were you gonna say the like like he's clearly playing a gay character the movie also toyed with the idea of villain cousin simon being gay Mm -hmm. like you could tell they they sort of walked up to a line and and you know like he's even going so far as to uh, attempting a a sham marriage right but they didn't really go for it like they left all the way yeah i kind of thought him and the other him and the friend might end up somehow together at the end they'd come to chicago and everybody would get together Well, it is funny how like they really hand wavy that the fact that uh, this cousin, who's still royalty, got married and really nobody noticed. Like, <laughs> yeah. this cousin, this cousin, by the way, is the next in line to the throne. Right. Like the movie, the movie doesn't really make that very clear. They make it seem like he's trying to steal something when actually he is legitimately next in line to the throne. Yeah, and I thought I thought they were playing it earlier like he was a brother and he wasn't the old one, so therefore he was not next in line. And they never really, they kept kind of dancing around whether he was a nephew or not, and they finally said it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, well they, just, they, they talked about it. Yeah, they finally talked just about was, it. The, yeah, it was just weird how they did that. Yeah. Um, also, I really thought there was going to be like a bigger twist. I mean, like, you expect your twist to be like, uh okay so this is gonna be a soap opera twist so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have uh he's adopted but it was actually his sister the the you know it was actually the sister sister of the the father yeah right and so he's still the first in line so this was all just a dance that's what i was expecting instead we got well the king hand waved and said adopted child can now be king but he's dead and while we're while we're just calling out ridiculous tropes, the ability for a foreigner to come to the palace and find the documents in the first right. place, it's right. insane. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Oh, oh, we accidentally stashed her in the room where we keep the secret <laughs> documents. Yeah. Crap. Between the mattress, huh? We thought nobody would ever find that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, it was we'll a lot of fun, in. though. We'll talk later about <laughs> the, 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 I, I, I yeah. got a couple of times I went to say, oh, man, come on. Yeah, so the vetting the vetting process is non-existent at that palace. They don't have oh, no. any. Yeah. Oh, and the thing they didn't do. You know what? I said I was saying yesterday there was no chick in the bucket. I changed my mind. Don't you know it's dangerous to leave a bucket lying around? I just figured it out. The person who would have ultimately been the actual tutor who was going to show up later never showed up. Two weeks. 
right? right. Two weeks. It'll be two, two weeks. weeks. So up, we had we had yeah, two weeks. Show up after the first of the year. Okay. Yeah, I was, so so they, I was doing all kinds of math, writing down. Okay, two weeks. She's got two weeks to do it, and it's eighteenth now, and the Christmas going to be here, and so yeah. Okay. So, so all right, we're safe. Not checking the bucket. Damn yeah. it. No, no not. That just seemed like a thing they were going to do where they were going to fool him the whole time until one day yeah. this lady shows up and she goes, well, I'm the new tutor. And they'd go, my, wait a minute. That's part two. The my, tutor arrives. My, yeah. my chick in the bucket in this movie. And is, he falls in love with her. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, for, for me, it's the horse that throws her because that horse goes running off into the woods. And I just imagined for the rest of the movie, that horse is <laughs> oh. running in the woods. You mean, so you mean the... Right, you mean the ugly utilitarian horse versus the fancy, yeah. uh, nice-haired yes. horse, which yeah, is with a big yes. amazing. Yes. Yeah. Right, Clydesdale thing. That guy, the Yugo versus the, uh, <laughs> the Yugo horse. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, what was I going to say about that? There's something I'm going to say about that horse. Shit. Shit. Horse oh no! Shit. You said the horse, horse that throws shit. me sounded like a really bad James Bond title. <laughs> the horse who throws me. Anyway, the horse who threw me. Uh, here's uh, disappointing trivia, by the way, in this in this film. I was just looking at it, and one of the, one of the pieces of trivia was uh, um, that they used Greeking uh, on the the newspaper headline that she looks uh, looks at on her laptop before she flies off to yeah. Aldovia. Yeah, they use Greeking. Well, just that they use Greeking in the text, like. Not real words. They're yeah, not like, real oh, words. Ipso facto, oh, okay. whatever. You know, you always see that as holder text or whatever. Yeah. I do want to add something that. in there, though, that says um, Mark Brandon, uh, Jason McKinnon, and Edward Witzke were also considered for the role of. <laughs> <laughs> There's like three, three made up random sounding names. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say. I was annoyed that the when they showed up at the end there. And she's work, back working at her dad's restaurant wearing that hideous shirt. Um, and then they oh, come back and they yes. go, uh, but the shirt's not the point. They get there and they're, and they're like, hey, and she says, who are those guys? And he goes, oh, those are our dates. And there's three dudes. Okay, great. One for the for the friend girl, one for the gay friend, and one for her. Right. Maybe we right. could be a little more specific about who's who, what, because I don't, you're not just going to go on oh, a blind date and not know Scott, who the gay you one didn't, is. You never, you never got in that arrangement. No, I've been in, I've been in that situation when I was dating. Where I've never been like, in a three lady, a three lady thing. Well, I mean, yeah, you'd have like three friends and they'd meet up with three more friends. You know, one of them is actually, so usually there's two people that are interested in each other yeah. and then mm-hmm. they bring along a couple other friends. And you just kind of show up and you're like, oh, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I don't but know. which one did okay. you ever have it where you had at least one gay couple in the mix? Because that would just throw me because I don't know who I'm supposed to like. I got to you got to walk carefully there. You can't just walk right. out there and go, well, I well, assume you're the I gay didn't, one. I didn't say it was comfortable. I just said it happened. <laughs> we, we don't know if if uh, Amber has met their other dates before. She might know them like, oh, who's the third guy? Oh, I thought she said, right. who are those three? I thought she said that. Maybe I, I thought that. the No, I thought the dad said that. Oh, maybe. Didn't the dad say did he? I thought she said that. Yeah. I thought she did, but maybe oh, I don't remember. I, I can't remember. Said, who are those? All, all I know is I was totally, <laughs> I was like, I told, come I, in. Don't throw snowballs at the window to yeah. get somebody's freaking attention. Yeah. I had, kidding. I had completely forgot about that weird uh, couple relationship because I had already moved on to the print shows up in his nice little outfit. And you know, he smells good and she's been working all night with food. She stinks like a, yeah, she's like you a know, burrito. A restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. gross. Yeah. <laughs> she smells Sick. like food from about, Ten different genres. And Lord knows what he's making, right? He's probably uh, making right. chili yes. corn dogs or something. Oh, weird. At, Ru- at Rudy's? Hell yeah. Nothing there is like, you know, right. fancy. It's all garbage. Try the food. veggie burger or have some champagne. Also, we have burritos. What would you like? Yeah, it's like, like a bowl of curry. Here you go. Mm. 
Yeah. I worked in a restaurant in high school. You never smelled good when you worked there. Nope. And you wouldn't yeah. shower wouldn't even make the full difference. I'd be at school the next day smelling like a burrito. It was the worst. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you can get your clothes stinky just going to the McDonald's drive through <laughs> <laughs> Because they hand you the food and you put it in your car yeah. and it stinks up your clothes. Yeah. Just like that. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds good today, and it shouldn't. Why does that sound good? <laughs> because McRib is back, baby. All right. Here's oh, a... That does not yeah. sound good. Um, all right. What kind of... Oh, hey, look what I found. So listen to her. What kind of a deal? Now listen to this. <laughs> what kind of a deal? Uh-huh. Can you play... There's probably uh, no way to play it simultaneously. Uh, there, there? there might be. Hold on here. Let's see if I can... Yeah, I can work this out. So let's okay. go... Um, as soon as I heard that, I knew this clip was coming. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. So we're going to play these exact same time. Okay, so again, it's... What kind of a deal? And what kind of a deal? Now here they are simultaneously. What, what kind, kind of a deal? deal? Oh, weird. <laughs> wow. Because they have the is... same cadence. It's great. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? I'm glad you said that because I didn't think to try that, to mix them. That's that great. awesome. <laughs> all right, well, good call. Um, all right. Something about heads exploding. Is it hyperbole? If I said this is so boring, my head might explode. No, that's what it was. That's literally her saying her head might explode. Uh, Thanks for what? Uh, Oh, thanks for the life lesson. I I think you need to stop worrying about what everybody thinks about you and who your father was. Figure out who you want to be. Oh, my gosh, dude. You sure it's not satire? Are we sure they don't know that they're saying this stuff? Like, tongue-in-cheek? Like, that's not... I read that on a card... That I can't tell you the company that made it because they're a competing franchise in Christmas movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. All right. Here's this one. Blah blah blah. All right. I just thought that was weird. So blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like Christmas came early. Looks like Christmas came early. Okay. Oh, wow. Dude, you, should, you should put that together with the thing from the world is not enough. Yeah. <laughs> the um, horse that threw me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. The ending where uh, Pierce Brosnan came once a year. Something like that. Something about coming. (laughs) All right. Here's uh, people. Oh, do people really say this is what I wrote? If any of the peerage wish to dispute Prince Richard's claim to the throne, speak now or forever stay silent. Peerage? Peerage. Peerage. Come on. You mean, he means peers, yes. like anyone here, any of our peers. I get it, but no one says do we the peerage. Stop, 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 what? Scott. You, what? Just, you just don't understand. <laughs> it's a very, very common term. Never in, in my life has anyone England. ever said. Does any of the peerage here have any? That's uh, what the three because we don't three have, bears ate. We don't have nobility here, Scott. I promise you. Very. <laughs> There's no term. nobility on this podcast. All right. Well, I'm not. Hey, look. If it offends a couple of British people, I'm okay with it. This, <laughs> Or Aldovians or whatever. Hot. My yeah. peerage is too cold. Fake British just, people. That is. I just. Um, I, I just. Uh, I really think it's funny that my kid is listed on the uh, peerage of England. All right. Well, I would say this: if when you, they when they go when they take a, a big ship, do the peerage sit in steerage? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's the exact opposite. I didn't expect you to deconstruct my statement. <laughs> this angers me. Yeah. Well, look, if any British people are mad at me, I'd say this to them. Speak now or forever stay silent. All right. That's your last Speak chance. Speak now or forever shut your mouth. Yeah. Here's some drama. I don't know anything anymore. I don't know who you are. I don't even know who I am. Oh, my gosh, dude. 
<laughs> what's great what's great is you get like while they're having this this angry conversation on the stairs after this big reveal this big event you get a couple who came in late to the uh to the ball and to the whole you know the whole event the christmas event mm-hmm. who are walking up the stairs like do, 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 do. I wonder if we missed anything. Like right next to these two having this argument, one of whom is the prince. <laughs> and they just like walk up silently right next to them, like, well, I wonder, I wonder what they're surfing tonight at the ball. <laughs> yeah. It was full of moments like that. Hey. Yeah. All right, here's Ron. Something about Ron's article. Ron's article needs a polish. Ooh, if you know oh, what I what mean. Gross, what gross got out the most? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Polishing Ron's article. Yeah, I couldn't find anything <laughs> gross in this movie, so that's as close as we get. There's not anything yeah. gross. It was just st- stupid and not gross. All right, here's um, uh, something about after parties. How about we check back later, maybe drag you out for after parties? Okay. Yeah, after <laughs> parties. How about not not with that uh, kind of, ugh, no, yeah. I'm not going to. Yeah, I don't like it. Let's get, we're going to go ahead and get your date really, really drunk, <laughs> and then he's going to fall all over you. How about that? How about that? I've already got a boner. All right. <laughs> here's a here's a blo- oh no one says this ever anyone and i'm annoyed here it is this is like oh this is like what's the um uh, atm machine which stands for automated teller machine machine you know what i mean when you don't need to put machine at the end right uh-huh. listen to listen to this one emily showed me your blog online she showed you your blog online. <laughs> online. <laughs> you don't need to tell me where it was because blogs are inherently online, you dumbass. Well, she printed out the 46 was- pages of your blog and presented it to me over breakfast <laughs> on paper. I mean, it was 2017. How are we supposed to know what a blog was? Uh, yeah, 2017. <laughs> blogs aren't no, well known in two, three years ago. Oh, my Lord. That's so bad. Congratulations I hate it. Congratulations on your blog. This is totally a great career move for you. I hate it right? so you can totally make. Uh, you can totally make this same amount of money making your own blog is yeah working sure. at the hmm. yeah. now magazine yeah yeah just blogging about the prince totally here's this it's the frog pants checklist excuse me film sack checklist can't think here uh the best place to hide the frog pants yeah it's it could fine. be it's fine the best place to hide your secret letters from this kind sorry from the kind what Oh, king is what I meant. I wrote kind. For the the best place to hide your secret letters from the king in a room is a tree ornament. Check. Freaking yeah. acorn bullshit. Uh, possibly the greatest, most subtle satire ever. Possible. Check. Possible. Uh, the two main actors were babies when I was a senior in high school, and I really just like that. Check. Okay. Moving on. Nice. <laughs> uh, Star Trek connections. They include one we've already mentioned, the Borg Queen, played by Alex Krieg or Creech or how do you say her name? Krieg? Uh, Randy, you said you have others. Who else yeah, was in this? Yeah, thing? I was. I was fascinated. There's this guy named Andrew Drapkin, and he's credited as an editorial colorist on this movie and also on Star Trek: The Next Generation. And I'm like, what does that mean? What is an yeah. editorial colorist like? Edit, and I realized, oh, this is a guy who makes sure that the movie poster looks right. Oh. And well, and if he you failed. if you look at his credits, it's like really really interesting. He's just done all these different things, including mm. the Next Generation, which was a TV mm. show. And I don't know that it needed posters, but I guess it had them. Yeah. Um, another another name that stuck out to me is James Betteridge. This is a visual effects artist, and uh, he's credited on Star Trek Into Darkness. And also for visual effects on Iron Man 3, Pacific Rim, The Wolverine, and A Christmas Prince. That's right. 
those <laughs> stunning visual effects <laughs> that yeah. you noticed. Yeah. He did the and he the did Christmas the Wolverine, Christmas. which really should concern everyone because those were the cartoon claws. That was a bad time. Oh. The Wolverine was what? it the Wolverine or was it first uh, X Men Origins? Um, the Wolverine is the yeah. one that that this guy was in. I thought yeah, the Wolverine that one's better. Hold on, is that that's the Wolverine? Is that where yeah, it goes to Japan? Japan? Is it? That's the Japan yeah. one. Never yeah. mind. That's yeah. a good one. You're right. That's a good one. No cartoon clause in that. It's one. not as good so, as that final one, but yeah, it was pretty good. So Big, I was, yeah, I was trying and trying to figure out what visual effects a movie like A Christmas Prince has, and then when you start actually thinking about it, it could be a lot. Like mm-hmm. you have to have a, a, an artist go and add snow digitally where you where there isn't snow mm-hmm. when your shot doesn't have enough snow. Mm-hmm. You know, like there were probably shots Big. where the 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 flakes that you saw falling were digital. You know, visual. Uh, added right because you know like generally when you go outside and film you're not going to actually see the snowflakes falling your big romanian establishing shots of uh the 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 little town the little village you've Mm got to kind of block out anything distinguishing distinguishing or recognizable from yeah yeah plus if you talk to visual effects people now they'll tell you that every it doesn't matter what job you take it's all they're all doing it like their bullet Mm -hmm bullet pock marks that show up in the side of a car in a purely action drama that's got nothing to do with any kind of science fiction or anything fantastical, mm. but those shots are fake or, you know, the bullet holes are fake, but you can make them look so realistic now and that stuff adds so <laughs> yeah. much. You have to take the Ontario, California airport and put the word uh, Aldovia International <laughs> Airport on a big sign. That's probably what he did. You probably, yeah. right. Uh, yeah. He came home. It was, it was a hard day at work. Baby, you wouldn't believe what yeah. happened. <laughs> Look at this. He was, he was, uh, he was visual effects artist on the film, the documentary, Michael Jackson searching for never, Neverland, which was that horrible documentary oh. about abuse. Oh, he, Martin Bashir think, one. Yeah. Yeah. I think he finally found it. I think that was, <laughs> but what do you think? Like what, what effects are you doing there, man? Like what are your visual effects on that documentary? I don't want to know. I'm trying to make Michael Jackson look a little more human. Maybe. I mean, that thing made him look like a freaking sure, monster. Oh, um, wait, was that the Martin Bashir one? That was the one that had the two guys who were abused who came forward. Yeah, I think that's the same the Searching one. for Neverland one. Uh, no, those are two different ones. The Martin Bashir one was the interview one where oh, Michael Jackson right. was still alive and took, right. you know. It's more recent. You're totally right. This is where I keep my special juice. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're, tr- you're, you're totally right. This other one sounds like... That's was, the one we saw just recently, which is the two guys who yeah. got abused, came forward. and Yeah, this one here is not even about the negative side. It's more like Michael Jackson was a weird dude, but he sure had this mm-hmm. cool place and everyone loved him. And it's mm-hmm. OK. You're totally right. Okay. Well, anyway, Pacific Rim. That's another shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else here? Oh, uh, we got the. Uh, oh, was that it, Randy? Those are all our Star Trek connections. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Well, yeah, Alice Creek. Alice sa- Creek. There you gentlemen. go. Uh, soundtrack grade, I'm going to give it a Hass, H-A-S, for Hallmark of Shit. I mean, it was like straight out. Of it has. It has it indeed. Yep, it absolutely has it. Also, we uh, now roll into what we call the Twitter post. Yes, that's right. 280 characters is all you've got to work with. And we're going to start with Randy. Sum this film up. Hey, Christmas Prince, nothing sexy happened in this movie. Nothing sexy at all. Not a single sexy thing ever happens in a Christmas Prince. Thank you. <laughs> in case you, you were hoping. Randy. Yeah. Thank you're, you. You're, you're grateful. Well, but there's a double entendre there, right? Because it's like, I'm actually glad that this movie didn't try to ever, yes. you know, like, yeah. just stay in your lane movie. Yeah. yeah. It did a good job. It did a good job. It did. Uh, now, Brian Dunaway. Yeah, it's me. 
A Christmas Prince, like a love poem riddled with gibberish that will eventually leave you feeling like there is for sure going to be a part two. Yep. That's it in a nutshell. Yep. Hanging on a Christmas tree. <laughs> I don't want to see. <laughs> Made either. by King Dick. Ah, oh, there you go. In a yeah. nutshell. Well done, my friend. Yeah, oh. King Dick. Oh, he is King oh, Dick, isn't he? It's King Dick. He's King, King Dick. Dick. Yeah. King Dick. There was there was it was Big King Dick and Little King Dick. Yeah. King Dick the second. Second King Dick. Two yeah. dicks. Right. King Dick number two. <laughs> uh finally, Brian Ibbett. There's your six. <laughs> <laughs> A Christmas Prince, a movie about a prince who takes the throne despite a real scandal about a fake birth certificate written a couple of years after a real president was facing a fake scandal around his real birth certificate. <laughs> Whoa. Ripped from wow. uh, previous headlines. Well done. Ripped from 2017. You had to be thinking about, like, that had to be in in her mind, the writer of this, fresh in her yeah, mind. That, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, there was the whole birth certificate thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that birther business was You're right. 2015 through 17-ish kind of range was, was where I it was hitting. A little earlier than that. It was, yeah, a little earlier. Uh, yeah. first term, wasn't it? I yeah. was thinking 2012. Uh, yeah, maybe. Well, it's, that's when he started being a loudmouth about it, not mm-hmm. not the other one, the orange one. Um, anyway, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Presidential politics. They can lick it. my show. Twitter post. Don't need to analyze Yeah, we don't need to analyze right. your Twitter post. <laughs> what, is <laughs> what is this? What is this? All right, we got our alternative, t- uh, alternative, alternative titles, alternative, alternative. All tourniquets. Yeah, it's my third. Report to the front. Uh, here we go. It's called. They almost called this a Christmas prick. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. Uh, a Christmas or dick. Aldovia hiring vetting process is broken. That almost happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, emails. We got two of them this week because I just felt like it. Um, and uh, it's mainly because one of them is just a really nice thing to say. But uh, these come to us at filmsackagemail.com. Please keep them coming. We got one from Dustin who says, Scott, Brian, Brian, and Randy, I cannot say thank you enough for what y'all do. I've been listening to not quite 350 episodes of Filmsack during two different two-week quarantines of COVID. Long story. Uh, listening with my daughter and watching movies with her brought us closer together. She is looking forward to watching The Christmas Prince for your new episode. Thanks again, Dustin. Aww. I just thought that was a really nice email, and I hope your two quarantines were not miserable uh, mm. and that we brought you some uh, comfort but there. There's a there's an interesting little subject there, and that is, do you rate movies differently? Are you more accepting or less accepting of movies that you watch in quarantine during this pandemic where you just have more time for it? You know, like, are are you more thankful for movies that for taking your time and entertaining you or, or not, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can never separate Tiger King from quarantine now. And because of that, not Tiger, that I'd ever... Tiger King is quarantined to Scott. Kind of, but I would never want to watch it again for a couple of reasons. One, why? I mean, there's no real reason to watch it again anyway. But secondly, it is really tied to that miserable first part of yeah. the quarantine to me. Yeah. yeah. And it just, to me, that's just like a bad memory, even though. Yeah. I t- uh, Tiger King and uh, Animal Crossing is just so, it is everything that happened in the first few months of the quarantine for me and just. I can go back to Animal Crossing, Always no problem been. now, but I had to take a break for a similar reason. It wasn't because I had had it with the game or anything. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's part of it. I played it to death, but, but yeah, there is this feeling of like, oh yeah, you were my escape. You were my hundred percent right. go-to thing. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Dustin doesn't, yeah. doesn't get sick of film sack in the same way. You know, what absolutely I mean? <laughs> not. Hopefully not. Um, but Dustin, that was awesome. Uh, we also got one here from John. I can't say his last name because I can't spell it but, or pronounce it, but also I probably shouldn't. So anyway, John wrote in. Hello, FilmSack crew. Longtime listener. First time emailer. I love the content you guys put out week after week. I just wanted to drop you a quick line to let you know, unless you are already aware, 
that cliffhanger is currently streaming on Hulu. Oh, what? Yep. Hulu Bulu. Uh, he says, I want, or see, I know you've been looking forward to sack, sacking that one for a while. Please keep up the great work. Take care and stay safe, John. Uh, yeah, dude. We're, well, that is on the list and has Heck been for, yeah. uh, so. It's also, it. it's also on Amazon Prime, uh, Cliffhanger. Whoa. Suddenly, suddenly Cliffhanger is, oh, really? is everywhere. That's crazy. Yeah. And I am, I've been thinking I'm going to look at both of them and see which one is better. Yeah. Really because, better quality. Yeah. yeah. I don't trust Amazon right it's now. Like, it's like it popped yeah. in there and said, hey, why don't you watch me? Yeah. I did, did you watch the Abyss on Prime? It was four by three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we should uh, put that on the list. We got to get there's, We got a few before we got to crank that out, but we I think we should get on it before it goes away. I, I Yeah, I, I'm confused right now because a bunch of these movies are on both Amazon Prime and Hulu, and I already had Expendables 3 on our upcoming list. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do we watch right. Cliffhanger and Expendables 3? And stuff? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I know we haven't done Double feature. Yeah. I mean, hey. We've, yeah. done, we've, we've done weirder, right? <laughs> that was a ver- real visceral reaction there. Well. You never know what's going to happen. All right. Uh, our next film is not a film. Uh, we're taking the holiday off, and because we are, we still wanted to give you some content. So on Christmas Day, you all will receive a watch-along episode from us, like we do sometimes. And this will be for the X-Files episode called How the Ghosts Stole Christmas, which I don't know. What season in, in episode season is that? 6-6. Six, 6-6. Six. Six, six. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, did it come out in 96? Because that'd be 666. You know, 2006 what like time? the devil uh anyway <clears throat> yeah so that's what we're gonna do and i don't have any memory of this so i'm actually really excited to just kind of figure out what the hell an x-file episode is about ghosts and christmas and stuff so we're doing mm-hmm. that and you'll get it next week on christmas as a little gift from us so we hope you enjoy it and then after that we're doing uh eh, u.s president down what's it called <laughs> Air Force One. Air Force One. <laughs> We're doing Get Off My Plane. Get off my plane. Uh, press this down. Yep. Somebody Check it out. Man. Harrison Ford's in the bathroom. Let's go. Dot com. That's the that's the movie. Uh, we're gonna. I know it seems like we've seen it. Everybody, we know we felt that ourselves, but we've never done Air Force One. One of my favorite terrorism in the sky kind of movies. I'd love it. Love that mm-hmm. movie. So very excited to see it. Dunaway's considering just remembering it from memory and not actually watching it because he's seen it a hundred times. So many times. Yeah, but I love it. I haven't seen it in probably a few years, so time to get on it. Uh, that, again, will be the week after Christmas, which I suppose is New Year's weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Be... yes. New Year's New right. Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Yeah. Well, we're, well mm-hmm. let's see. We'll record. We're, we'll record the day after. It'll be New Year uh, the 2nd. Yeah, it'll January be pl- 2nd, 21, so. 2021 plus one is what it'll be. like kate plus eight kate plus eight and there you have it eight is not enough for kate anyway so we're gonna do that that'll be a thing and we're looking forward to it in the meantime check us out on the web we're at filmsack.com and you can leave us uh emails voicemails all that stuff at filmsack at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at filmsack and you can leave us reviews wherever you get your shows and just a big hearty happy merry christmas to everybody and sorry we made you watch the christmas prince we really feel bad about that sorry about that i'm not sorry yeah sorry not sorry uh, but uh, but for real, <laughs> we hope you uh, you know with how weird this year is. I, I hope Christmas is uh, is good for lots of folks everywhere. So uh, good luck with that. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Prince, 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 Prince. We'll, <laughs> we'll see you next time.
kind of a deal. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. It's totally unfair. All right. Totally unfair. Totally unfair. Totally unfair.